Hello and welcome to the Chicken Fried Football Podcast. We are live in person for the first time in like a month. Yeah, we're here vibing, hanging out, about to talk some football. It's going to be fun. Getting that morning episode in because, well, the seed people were coming today and they said, you have to get your grass cleaned of leaves, so... That's what I did for two hours last night instead of recording this podcast. Yep, too much going on. Too many adulting things happening. Yep, so we are 9.30 a.m. Yeah, uh, Champions League is today, but let's talk about why first. How'd the, what, week, weekend go? Um, the weekend, we went to the zoo, uh, which is always fun with a tiny person. Because they think the zoo is like the coolest thing in the world. And so we did that and did some running. And it is peak week for marathon training, my guy. Peak week. All right. Nice. Right here in peak week. I got 56 miles to run this week. And I've run a little over 16 so far. So, 40 to go. 40 to go. I'm running a half marathon on Saturday in Fayetteville. So, um, yeah, as a part of a 16-mile workout run. So, yeah, we'll run a little under three to warm up, and then we will go run the race, and then we will, yeah, come home. So, it's going to be a fun different weekend but it's gonna be really good nice uh well i went to poto this week last weekend and i hiked a 15 mile hike gained some elevation burned a lot of calories and just getting ready for lots more hikes long long hikes out in the middle of nowhere where no one's at it's the way to be because Matt actually hates people. People are terrible. They're awful. But we have got some football coming up this week. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots. It's going to be good. Yeah, but let's start with our TIFOs of the week. And let me tell you what. AC Milan with two massive TIFOs coming in super hot this week. They had one against the weekend, uh, which was pretty amazing. Um, We talk about on this show a lot. We love TIFOs. Uh, This one was awesome. Very, very good. Very well done. Uh, It said Curvasud. Uh, and legitimately, yeah. over half the stadium was taken up with it's this TIFO. Completely dope, yeah. Completely dope. It actually, they actually did wrap it around majority of the stadium uh, as they had a big Italian flag in another spot of their stadium as well. So that was just outstanding. Um, you love to see it. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Huge, huge TFOs. And then the um, second one came from Champions League. Yesterday. And then the Champions League, yeah. Second Jeez. one in Champions League was super impressive, super amazing. Very, um, very big. Just says, let's go Milan. It says, let's go Milan on one end of the Sincero, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, that first one, there's actually like eight pictures. One side says AC Milan in the year that was founded, like 1899. One says Curva Sud. And then one is a big Italian flag. So it's like three, um, three sides of the stadium, which is insane. Like just to have the wherewithal to say, okay, we're making this and we're going to be huge about it. And, and get every, every fan involved. Every fan is involved in this. So that's yeah, that's crazy. Beyond wild to me. I absolutely love that. Great work, AC Milan. Yeah, great work. And then the second one, they had a big one at one end that says, Let's go Milan. It's got red and black, uh, kind of a graffiti looking style, mm-hmm. yellow mm-hmm. across the middle, which is awesome. Super amazing. Love, love that. So um yeah it is really really cool great job ac milan you will see that up on twitter soon yeah looking great just really cool so if you see a cool tifo on a game uh that you are watching um send us one because that would be awesome uh we follow footy news on twitter and they have always provided us with the best TFOs. Footy News 129, if you're listening to this, we'd love to get you on the pod. We'd love to interview you, no matter if you're like in Italy or in England or whatever. We can set something up. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Uh, what do we got? American Abroad this week also. Um, yeah. that we haven't kept up with at all, period. Austin Trusty got two goals for Birmingham City. I mean, and who is Austin Trusty? So, like, who is this cat? Scores two goals. He's a center back. Who a, is he? Like, I've legitimately never heard of this dude. He is a. And why center is he back. not in camp? Because we need a center back who can yeah. actually play and score goals and like look proficient in attack. Yes, so he is a center back who's on loan from Arsenal at Birmingham City. He came up through the Philadelphia Union system. Um, Looks like he played for Birmingham Steel in the USL Championship, and then he played for Philadelphia, and then he signed for Colorado, and then from there he went to Arsenal. Hasn't got an appearance for Arsenal yet, but um, it looks like he went on... He was actually on loan at the Rapids, maybe... Um, for the first half of the year, and then he went to Birmingham for the second half of the year. Because um, he looks like he's got 13 appearances at Birmingham with two goals, and those two goals obviously came in the last match. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know, 24-year-old. It, perfect, um, you know, specimen for a center back to uh, go to the World Cup, but I don't know. I think that's a fantastic thing just to have multiple center backs that can play well. Obviously, this kid is playing championship football, which we've talked about plenty of times. 
championship football, one of the tougher leagues in the world, um, but probably seven or eight, maybe nine. Yeah, something like that. Probably like in that seven to ten area of the kind of leagues of leagues of football across the world, um, which was great to see. Uh, also, shout out Josh Cohen uh, for yesterday's performance against Juve. Um, clean sheet. Played the whole match. Really did well. And uh, he's 30 years old. Obviously, I think we're set at keeper with Turner and Horvath. I'm still not sold on Stefan, but I think... Might as well give him a shot. I mean, he's playing Champions League football. Like, hasn't been perfect, but kind of nailed it yesterday against Juve and Vlahovic, which is never easy to do. Give him that start or give him that that opportunity for sure. For sure. I think he deserves it. I mean, we're, uh, yeah, we need somebody. Yeah, I think it's awesome just to, just to see some guys who, I mean, he's 30. Like, I didn't know about him until literally they made the Champions League because he is playing in literally Egypt. So, great job, Josh Cohen, for balling out yesterday against... Jerusalem, but close enough. Where did I say? Tel Aviv. You said Egypt. <laughs> Wherever. Wait, that's not even... No, I don't Jerusalem's even know what... not a country. Israel. No, it's not. It's Israel. Israel. Tel Aviv it's is play... Israel. It's plain in Israel. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. It's early and, you know, you know how that goes. Um, but, yeah, Josh Cohen just kind of balling out for him and making it happen. There was another U.S. player who... I've, actually, Josh Sargent got a goal of the weekend, too. So Josh Sargent, still I think I saw well, something obviously. that there was... Three Americans in the championship team of the week. Really? Yeah, it was like Josh Sargent, Ethan Horvath, and Trusty. There we go. So, keep balling out Ethan Horvath. I know he'd be starting like every single game. I think he's um, playing for Huddersfield Town or Luton Town. One of them. Uh, But they they all three were in the team of the week this week, which is great. And great to see the boys. Great news. So, uh, and then Pepe, Pepe scored again. Um, he's he be trying to kind of ball out right now and over there and uh, over there for Groningen. Groningen, huh? Yeah, Dutch league. Maybe he just needed to play, man. Like, I feel like he came into USA camp and he hadn't played. So yes, while we're still down on Pepe because of his performance, he ain't looking too bad. He's got three goals in three games or something like that. But yeah, it was Trusty, Sargent, and Horvath in the Team of the Week for the championship. Not uh, bad. They're at Birmingham City, Norwich City, and uh, Luton Town, not Huddersfield. Uh, so Luton Town is where Horvath is. So I'd be okay with him going as the second keeper to Qatar. I think so too. I agree with that 100%. I think, honestly, leave Stefan at home. He has not been good this year. And we, yeah, I just think leave him at home, either take Sean Johnson or 
Get Josh Cohen. I don't know. Josh Cohen. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Sign He's 30 up. years old. Get him on the roster. But I think it'll probably be Sean Johnson, but yeah, you know Stefan will probably freaking be there, even though Horvath deserves it a lot more. So we will see what's going on there. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about football stuff. Uh, well, here's the deal. I'm not wearing nothing today today. because, well, I'm in like slacks and a polo shirt because I'm technically at work right now. Yeah, we didn't really get a whole lot. I've got some AC Milan basketball shorts and then this really terrible Vinzia kit that's like... It's definitely a rep. Yeah. It's... uh. Man bought it for it's, 15 bucks. On, it's more than replica. It's terrible. On Walmart.com. And like, it doesn't even look like the good cheap reps no. that are out of like Mexico. Does anybody like want it? Badges. If anybody wants it, they can have it. It's terrible. It's an XL, but like I wear XL in literally everything and I don't think I could squeeze Honestly, it. Honestly, this is probably a medium. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. But it is small. I mean, that kid is sick in terms of like if we would have got an OG real one iconic kit for but sure super super sick but yeah it, 15 dollars off walmart that should have been the heads up for sure and whenever i told him that i didn't like it i got a full refund and didn't have to send it back so there you go so now we have it so now we have it and if you want it you can have it perfect chicken fried giveaway <laughs> <laughs> chicken fried giveaway <laughs> Off the cuff. Chicken fried giveaway. <laughs> so if you're a medium and you're our friend and you listen to this podcast, you should shoot us a text. Or <laughs> we'll give the you DMs this, are open. We'll give you this terrible Vincia kit. And you can like do whatever you want with it. Yeah. So you, you can burn it if you'd like or, you know, hang it from somewhere. I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the goal of the week was pretty good. The goal of the week was nasty. Okay, so last week, Xabi Alonso gets appointed as Leverkusen manager, which why he has not been a manager before blows my mind. That dude is amazing and has been for a really long time. Yeah, he's like the same age as Gerard and everybody else is getting chances, so why it's not? It's just because they're English. Yeah. Like, I think Xabi Alonso is awesome. And so he gets appointed manager at Leverkusen and that was awesome honestly for him because Musa Diabe just said hey we love you so much new coach you're the best coach ever I'm gonna score screamer we also hate Schalke so let's get this yeah let's get this for sure wow yeah I mean, this dude... He got the ball, like, what, probably 45 yards out or so? Yeah. And hits it probably 20 to 25 yards out. Yeah. Right outside kind of the arc of the uh, 18. An absolute bomb. Just... Yeah. Golly. No chance. That was coming at... Actually, the keeper probably had every chance to get that. It really didn't... If you look at the back angle of it mm-hmm. on the third video. It just didn't get on it. The ball was literally just moving so fast. Yeah. That's what that's what it was. He keeper reacts and it was like a second too late. Cause that was 
Yeah, screamer. So, uh, we'll we'll share that one to the uh, old IG story. So, check it out for sure because it was sick. Yes, it was. Oh, big games of the week though. Also, here's the deal: we had like four, four big games. Four there big are games. massive games in literally almost every top five league, and it, and implications on like the title race on every single one of them. Yeah. So yeah. we'll start with our team, like we always do, because well, they're our team. Uh, so Dortmund plays Union Berlin in Berlin in Berlin, which. If you are a football fan and you have not seen Union Berlin Stadium, it's sick. You literally walk through a forest. It's in the middle of a forest. You walk through, and there's the stadium. It's dope. They need to have a... Yeah. If we could get Champions League football this next year there, that'd be great. That'd be so sick. I mean, it's not that big. I think it's like 30,000 maybe, but it's like... Literally in the middle of a forest, and the fans built it. So, I love the story of Union Berlin, but I hope we put them to the sword this week. Yeah, because they're they're on twenty points. We're on sixteen. Um, they're in first. We're in what fourth at the moment uh, on goal, on goal on, differential on goal difference. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's gonna be a great one. Should be really fun um, for sure there. Second, we're going to move to France. We got PSG versus Marseille. It's just big. Uh, I think Marseille is not going to win the title, but I think they probably finish top three like normal. Um, but big rivalry, and we're going to see the stars from PSG and if they can, can really ball out. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably their only real test in the league, if we're being honest. Yeah, they don't really have anybody else. I mean, if you look at this table, it's... Yeah. It's Marseille and it's PSG. That's it. That's the only ones. Looks like Laurenth at the moment is in second, but who knows how long that's going to happen. Wow. They've got eight wins, one draw, and one loss. That's pretty good for... A team that's probably going to, pro- most of the time, finishes like down the table for sure. Right. So that's that's what's going on in France. And then we move to England. And we have Liverpool versus Man City. The Norwegian king will be back on the field. Took a little game break for the uh, Champions League this week over Copenhagen. Um, they did not win. Which was... There's no reason for them to. Super weird that they didn't win. Um, So... I mean, they didn't have to. They didn't really have to. They didn't... I mean, yeah. They could have put out, you know, 12 players... Or 12. 11 players that, uh, you know, have no game experience and probably could have tied them. But they went down to 10 men and they still tied them. So, yes. Yeah, not... Not great performance there from City, but it's... They had more possession. They had more shots. They had everything, actually, more. They were the better team overall. They just couldn't get grab a goal with right. being a man down. Right. But whatever. They already qualified for the knockout round. Yeah, exactly. It didn't so, matter at all. 
So yeah, Norwegian Kings is going to be back against Virgil. Um, oh, that's going to be really nice. But also wait. like, probably no Trent this week for Liverpool. Liverpool's yeah, that injury situation is dire right now. Yeah, that squad is skeleton thin and not good. We're just going to need Klopp to call up some dudes that wear like 77, 88 from the academy. Yeah, he's going to have to do something. Because it's not good. I think they have like seven dudes out right now, which is insane. And then we move into the big one. The big one. El Clasico. Yes. It's going to be nice. I've Barca, what? Ter Stegen's given up a goal uh, the entire time in La Liga. So we're, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great one, actually. Yeah, I think you just got two heavyweights swinging at each other. And I'm here for it because uh, that is going to be awesome. Sunday morning, 9.15 a.m. 9.15 a.m. on Sunday. Perfect. That sounds like a great time to... To wake up and watch Wake up and watch some football. Um, so that's going to be super nice. Love to see that. That's going It's just a huge game, and... I mean, it's just the biggest stars. Like, it's the matchup we've been waiting for all year... Benzema versus Lewandowski. Barcelona's got a couple knocks in their back line right now. They've got the same they've also got the same record, but Barcelona is ahead on goal difference. They're both tied on twenty two points. That's crazy. That's so crazy. With one draw out of the eight matches that they've played, so Yeah, fireworks for sure. Yeah, we got Lewandowski on nine goals in the in the league uh, in eight matches. Vinny has five goals. That's pretty insane. Uh, but really, Barcelona's getting most of their goals from Lewandowski. He's got nine goals, and their second leading scorer is two guys tied on two. Dembele and Pedri. Pedri. So, and then, uh, actually... It looks like Fatty has one. Uh, Art has two also. Yeah, so... I'm looking at this right. I mean, it's just a... Yeah, and what's crazy is Tristan one goal. One goal all year? That's really good. That's I mean, nuts. I don't know who they played, but that's really good. It's just insane. They've played since the start of the campaign... They've played. They played Rio zero zero. Sociedad was the only team that scored on them. Isak before he moved to Newcastle. So Isak gets a goal on Barcelona, and then gets and then sold. Leaves. Wow. And then every other win has been pretty convincing. Four zero, three zero. Four zero, three zero. Oh, and then they had a one zero, and then a one zero. So, yeah, pretty crazy. But that's gonna be a huge game. Wake up Sunday morning and turn it on. I think it's on ESPN Plus. 
Um, let's see. That looks ESPN like what Plus. it what it's on ESPN Plus. Yep. So ESPN Plus, even though it should be on freaking ESPN regular, um, ESPN Plus. So Deportes and Plus, yeah. Get on that on Sunday morning. But we can't talk about Real Madrid without talking about. Killian Mbappe. Yeah, the biggest baby in Europe right the now. The biggest baby in Europe, the Kyrie Irving of the Ky- yeah, world yeah. football. At the moment, for sure. Dude just can't be happy anywhere, apparently. So rumors came out this week, and Fabrizio Romano, the GOAT, has confirmed the rumors uh, are true, which is nuts. Because it feels like Kylian Mbappe owns PSG as a club. I mean, he literally just signed a new five-year deal or three or whatever it was. Four? To th- I think it was a three-year deal until 25, right? Like five months ago. And now he wants out again. Even though they're paying him an insane amount of money. He's the highest played footballer in the world. Did you? We saw those stats. Out of the top four played players they're all psg like what yeah are it's doing like here? uh neymar mbappe messi yeah um and i think mbappe's making like way more it was like 120 million let me pull it up but it outrageous yeah outrageous crazy crazy um number and like for him to be getting mad for him to be getting, like, upset is so weird for me. I'm like, why are you mad about, and your relationship feels broken? Like, bro, get out of here. He just wants to complain. That's what it is. I think he wants to play at Real Madrid, and he's going to have to play on the wing for a little bit if he wants to play at Real Madrid. Can't be yeah. playing in the center. He's not that guy right now with Benzema up, up at the start. So highest paid footballers in 2022, $128 million a year. Oh, for you found Bay. it. Good. Okay. Messi, 110 Ronaldo makes 100 And Neymar makes 87 And then the drop-off is steep. $53 yeah. million for Salah. Yeah. Outrageous. And then Holland four makes thirty nine, an insane amount of money. But like, Mbappe's mad. Like, what are we mad about? Like, you're flying high. You've tied two games in the Champions League. You've tied one game in the league. Like, you're literally on pace to just smash the record books in the league. Game. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I have no idea. I just think he it's he's happy. just so whiny. Like I think he just wants that move to Real Madrid so bad right now. Yeah. I mean, but I like imagine that. that lineup. Imagine that front three. Even though it's already sick right now. Just imagine. Here here we go. Mbappe, Benzema, <laughs> Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> who's on who's over there right now? Who's on the right? Is it Rodrigo or I think he might be playing more central for them in terms of know. the midfield. He might be Valverde, maybe. I don't even know. Like, let's let's see who plays on that side. 
we've got let's let's take a look at mm, Shakhtar's probably not the best one to look at. Maybe we look at like Getafe and see. Well, uh, I'll just go back a couple it, weeks. I mean, it was yeah, it was actually Rodrigo Junior Valverde on the the three there. Let's yeah, see, Valverde against, against Usasuna. That's who uh, they played against. Uh, yep. It's like Rodrigo, Vinius, Valverde, and Benzema at the moment. That's still outrageous. Like, like what? Wow. Like, bro, you gotta be kidding me. Insane. They have so much talent. And if they get Mbappe, which... I don't know. Like, you're gonna have to pay a crap load for him. Like... I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't thing. know. Like with that new contract. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that new contract, everything. I mean, PSG thought they had their future locked down, and, and heck, they mortgaged their whole future to get him, get him signed up. But regardless, he's pretty whiny, and I don't know, like. How do you keep him happy? I think just let him go to different teams like the other, like... You know who could really use him, though? Like Zlatan and, you know... You know who could really, really use him? Sign, like, two or three-year contracts and then just go to different teams. I don't know. Liverpool. Oh, yeah. I mean, they need somebody Liverpool could really use him and have a front three of... Mbappe, Darwin, and Mosala. You immediately replace that of your money. They definitely didn't do that in the summer. No, they 100% did not. I, but they also only let him leave for like, what, $35 million or something like that? I thought it was closer to like 60 I have no idea. Maybe, but, maybe it was. But yeah, I didn't think they let him go for much. But... That's beside the point. That's who I think makes the most sense, but I don't think they will do it because no, thirty-two million. Yeah, you were right. I thought it was closer. I thought it was no, higher than that. It was not a lot at all. When I read that, I was like, Sadio Mane gets sold for thirty million. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, thirty-two really? million dollars. Like. That's chump change. I mean, it's like a world-class player. He's going to be playing for at least five more years. Right. And he's locked up for a while at Bayern. He's their top earner for a, like a good amount of time, too. Um, so that is... That's nuts. Yeah, but they need to... But Mbappe is like the Ferrari version of of things that cost way too much and is going to be ridiculous to, I don't know how PSG is going to navigate this. They don't have much leverage other than their financial price on him. So I don't really know yeah. like how they're going to leverage it other than saying like, you're going to stay because we have to pay you so much. So that's going to be interesting. No idea. Yeah. It's going to, it's drama that's going to play out after the world cup. Most likely. Yeah, he said he um, wants to leave in January, and he said, I think he, that's, I read that he only wants to go to Madrid. 
the transfer fee for January, like transfers, is outrageous. That's they're gonna have to pay like two hundred million or more. Oh yeah. It, I just think there's gonna be lots of back. Like historically, dra- January transfers are like double what tr- summer transfers are because hundred percent. You need uh, to have like you're trying to get the one that went to Barcelona in the middle of the season. Barcelona from City last year, Ferran Torres. Like sixty-five million for yeah, Ferran just Torres. A stupid amount. Ferran of money. Torres is a bench player at Barcelona. He is not even a starter, and he paid sixty-five million smackers. January transfer window is not the window to buy a, a player like that. Period. But here's the deal: this is this January transfer window is going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos because because of the they're World coming Cup. off of a World Cup. They're coming off of a World Cup, so it's like, well, heck yeah, these dudes are playing. Like bosses, like it's gonna be nutty, nutty. So I'm very excited for that. I think that's gonna be very awesome. Um, but Champions League football back this week. Um, love yeah. to see it. It was well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yesterday's games were. Yesterday's games not bad. I mean, Dortmund got a draw, which would have loved to see them get a win there. Nice to see Jude get a goal. He's got four goals in four games. Yeah. Mr. What'd they call him? They called him Mr. Young Champions League yesterday. And I was like, yep, that's my boy right there, Jude Bellingham. <laughs> Jude Bellingham, yeah. baby. We love Jude. 22 forever. Mm-hmm. 22 forever. Um, But no real, like, screamers or howlers, I guess, yesterday. Other than Haifa beating Juve. But Juve kind of looked like... Honestly, they look like they're Crap. just not they're not into it. Like they, I, I like, mean, they might as well pack it up for the rest of the season if they're not going to play. Like, like, I don't know. They just look so lost. And it looks like Vahovic is literally on an island up front. On an island. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, you have a deadly striker on an island. Like... Not even getting him the ball, really. It's just, all right, hey, we're going to kick it up there and see what happens and give him no support. Literally eighth right now in Syria. Aw. Yeah. And they're seven points off of fifth. And they have in their group, they are at three points. PSG and Benfica are tied at eight. And the only reason they're in third is because Haifa's given up more goals. Yeah. They're pretty bad. That's crazy, man. But Dortmund just needs either win or draw to get moving on. They have seven points right now. Really, really could use eight. Honestly, I would be great if they just won, beat Copenhagen. And got to 10. Um, so Yeah, then qualified. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, But Juve just looks a mess, honestly. They don't look good. They've been abysmal. Abysmal. Like, yeah, nothing Nothing. I mean, if you watch the match, they just didn't. They, they really have, didn't look like they wanted to be there at all. They have no creativity. They uh-uh. have no... It just feels like there's no heart. No. And like they're in Tel Aviv or in Jerusalem or whatever 
yesterday in Israel just getting battered. Like, what happened to the Juve of old, man? Like, <clears throat> We've talked about this. Every single Serie A team in every single European competition other than Napoli just doesn't look good at all yeah, this Yeah, I mean, period. Chelsea dunked on AC Milan yesterday. I Okay, so the AC Milan result at the San Siro, I, I think we can look at that and look at the red card that was given out. Uh, that red card was not deserved, period. Sure, he was the last man, but he had his hand on him. And what's-his-face, whoever actually got the foul called like, you know, for Chelsea, had his hand on Tamori also. I don't think it was red. Yellow, maybe. But that changed the entire landscape of that match. And whenever that happened, then, yeah, Milan's definitely going to get ran over by Chelsea. Um, yeah, but Chelsea <clears throat> lost Reese James in the process. I mean, not great for them. Not great for England, I mean, yeah. Not great for England. You got Ford... Four dudes pretty much up for the spot, and you got three of them hurt right now. Kyle Walker's hurt. Looks like he's coming back middle November. Trent's hurt. Reese James is hurt. And so you got Trippier. Trusty Trippier, baby. Karrion Trippier is going to (laughs) be on that plane to Qatar if those people are injured, I guess. Because he's playing well. I mean, he had seven points for me in fantasy last week. Like... But I would have had, if you would have said two months ago, pick your right back for England, I would have said Reese James and maybe Kyle Walker. I wouldn't have said Trippier. No. Mm-mm. But I think Trippier's been, I mean, he's been nails, honestly. He's a free kick specialist, which is nice as a right back. I mean, Trent is too. But, like, I think Trippier is just a better defender, honestly. Yeah, he is. So, we'll see what goes down today uh, in the Champions League stuff. Some good ones. Honestly, the one I'm really kind of looking forward to outside of the big Barcelona intermatch is Atletico versus Bridge. Oh, yeah, that is going to be good. We'll see how Atletico shows up. Griezmann got paid. That's only in like an hour from now. Griezmann nice. got paid, dude. He can start. Yeah, he can start now. Perfect. So, so they, they worked out a fee of like $20 million. He's back to Atletico permanent, I believe. Something like that. You, yeah. The, if you look at that fee that they paid for him, like Barcelona paid. Barcelona paid 128 128 and they got $20 million back. And then there's like another transfer. Yeah, I, it was Coutinho. I, Coutinho was like 118 and they got 18 back. Yeah. Just, they lost $100 million on two players. And, and then they, they wonder. Million a piece. They wonder why they have to sell all their naming rights to everything, to everyone, because they're spending outrageous money on players who aren't going to make it at their club. Period. Griezmann should have made it at their club. Griezmann should have, but I just think they didn't have the talent around him. He was so good. Like when he went there, he was so good. And then Coutinho, they overpaid. They overpaid for Coutinho, way for overpaid. Sure. But it's nice to see him like back in the prim, having a good, but pretty good season. I mean, I don't think Griezmann was worth one hundred and twenty million either. Maybe like seventy five. Yeah. It, but that's, didn't that's he move an there? Outrageous amount of money. Didn't he move there right after the World Cup? 
uh, let's look it up because I ha- I can't remember. Because if he moved exactly. there right after the World Cup, he had like a lights out 2018 World Cup, like was amazing in 2018 at the World Cup. So if it he was, moved there, that's what inflated his fee. Uh, okay, so he, was that Atletico from 14 to 19, and then Barcelona from 19 to 22, and then he went back on loan to Atletico, and now he's back with Atletico. Yeah, which I don't understand that outside of the... So stupid. I guess, well, explain that to me. How did he get to like make the permanent move outside of the window, I guess? Was I, it because... I think maybe they was just because like loan, on that they, that like they, loan process is like kind of weird. This could be it, and I'm not 100% sure what it is, but I'm pretty sure that if a team pays the fee outside of the transfer window, then, you know, before the um, season's over, before the time that they have agreed on to pay that fee, then sure, that player might as well be your player, right? Right. I mean, if you're paying the fee for them, um, why should you have to wait to announce them until the end of the season? I mean, it, that that actually happens quite a bit. Um, if you think about it, and then most of the time those players are sent back on loan to that club that they're with to play out the rest of the season, and then the next season they come and they play for that club, right? I mean, it happens almost constantly. It happens with MLS guys who go to Europe almost every single year. Yeah, that makes that makes more sense, though, with the like parent club and the loan club just saying like hey just pay the fee and we'll get it done and and whatever yeah um, if you pay the fee he's your player if you don't you're gonna have to pay it uh whenever the season's over or you don't pay it and he comes back to us That's yeah how it so works. but that actually i think opens up atletico for to be really nice again they've been kind of down just because he's literally been playing 40 minutes or less every single game so they could avoid that fee but they agreed on that $20 million fee, which is nice to see for. And he's got so much left in the tank. You know, he's only 31 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, he's, he's got a lot to go. got like two or three years at least left. A lot to go, a lot to do. Um, it's really nice just to see, um, just to see that kind of go through. Because you know Simeone was just like buying his time to the 60th minute and putting him on. Like, hey, go warm up. And at 60 minutes or 61 minutes or 62 minutes, whenever the ball goes out, you're yep, going on. You're hitting on. This is that's how it's going to happen. So I, I think it's a great move for Atletico getting him back for $20 million. Like, yeah, it's almost nothing. That means they literally made a hundred million dollars off that sale. Uh-huh. <sighs> Insane. Um, but oh, Barcelona. I love what Club Bruges is doing. I think they're freaking awesome right now. I think playing really well. You got Tottenham Frankfurt today, which should be okay. Um, Rangers, Liverpool, Napoli, Ajax. And it's kind of a run back of last week. So it's whoever played last week, they just run it back. Yeah, we're just they're just doing the home and away right now. Which is weird. I don't know why they don't do like play one, two, three and then play one, two, three again rather than one, two, three and three, two, one. Like just 
Kind of makes sense. So yeah. weird. I don't know. Um, so, uh, but should be some good games. Should be some good performances out there. But other yeah. than that, uh, we don't have a lot more to to chat about. No, it's kind of a uh short week i guess this week but um hmm i don't do you have any advice i don't really have any advice um i would say this Uh, i've been watching this documentary just as kind of casually um but it's really super interesting it's called uh like america versus america it's about club america and how they were like in the 70s and 80s and how they are now and it's been super interesting so I'm about four episodes in on that, because um, Club America, it, it's kind of interesting. This is just like an interesting point I picked up from the documentary, is Club America used to be called the Canaries because of their, like, yellow, and then ah, in, okay. like, the 70s, when, like, television was starting to get big, their owner owned the television station, and then... He was like, we're rebranding them. We're going to be called the Eagles. And that's how you got the big V because it's supposed to look like an Eagle's wings like on their sleeves. Super cool. So watch that documentary. It's on Netflix. Um, It's got plenty of English translation in it, plenty of subtitles where they couldn't translate um, verbally. All the... the, um, interviews are done with like a translator over it so that's really cool so check that out on netflix because we i've really enjoyed it and i think any football fan would would really enjoy it as well that's awesome i actually now that you say that the canaries this is gonna get off on a little story here though um there's this website football town uh that does like <clears throat> shirts that are inspired like more fashiony i guess for football shirts and i didn't know that the canary was the uh club us or sorry club america so that's actually really good information because they have one of those kits and it has a canary on it that they put together like you know for yeah so like this just... guy who like owned the tv station like started branding them as like the eagles and stuff like that and so if you're watching the documentary, there's like plenty of like shirts of their yellow and blue shirts that have like the, they look like feathers, like on their sleeves. And it's really cool. So check that out on Netflix as it's a great documentary. Nice. All right, sweet. Um, hmm. I still do not have anything, I guess. What's, we got weekend coming up. Get out, watch some football. Uh, there's probably some really good college football on, too. Yeah, big college football if you're into that. Uh, uh, Alabama versus Tennessee plays on CBS 2.30. And then there is OSU versus TCU 2.30 on ABC. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend for, for that. Uh, I had something else, but I can't remember what it was. So, oh, well. Like always, please share this episode if you liked it at all with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors, with the people that are remodeling your home, because they probably love football more than you do. Um, That's extremely true, yeah. Not trying to play any stereotypes, but 
soccer kind of a working class sport and uh, people people love it so share it with your friends share it with your neighbors share it with your grandma whatever we we need you to share the the episode because we can't share it enough times ourselves also follow us on social media we're chicken fried football pod chicken fried fb pod on instagram and then uh search chicken fried football pod on twitter and we you can find us there Uh, interact with us we love some interactions on social media um and if you think about us send uh send a text send dm as i'm in peak week right now so got a lot of running to go but we are under four weeks till i run the marathon 25 days from today Yeah. So, planning out that New York trip, and we will have that coming for you. Actually, it's like the week before the announcement of the roster, which is on the 9th. So, share us with the people. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We'd love to see it. But as for Matt and as for Thad, see ya. Later. Later.